about a year down the road, um, you enter a, a contest, like a talent search contest. It's, uh, it's being put on by King's Hawaiian Bread. King's Hawaiian Bread? Yeah. All right. They're um they're putting together a uh like a live traveling show that they're gonna sponsor. Cool. Showing the the talent all across the United States of America. They're calling it the Best Buns of the USA tour. <laughs> and they're calling for like what? singers, dancers, actors. Comedians, magicians, jugglers, hypnotists, all kinds of entertainment. Hawaiian's king, like King's Hawaiian, <clears throat> they are poised to throw the most entertaining series of concerts that the world may, has, may have ever seen. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> they get some really fantastic people to do it. That's pretty cool. Right? So you have to send in like an audition. <clears throat> You send in a uh, a ten minute tape of yourself, right? You send in a shirtless photo of yourself, front and back. Wait, they asked me to do that. Yeah, they're like, and they're like, look, we're calling this the best buns in the USA tour. You gotta like, okay, sure, you know, all right, you gotta you gotta bring the goods. We gotta, gotta, we gotta see what we're working. Bring with. the buns. All right, sure. <clears throat> So you send it in. Your um, your tape gets reviewed by this guy on their staff, who just had like the worst three weeks of his life. He found out his dog died. It was like one of those fast dog deaths, you know, where you're like really blindsided by it. We were oh like, wow! Yeah, yeah, the dog was like fine and. I mean, he was 12, but, you know, and then you're like, oh, man, we have to put him down this weekend. Dang. It was like that. Okay. Like a dog that he, like, got when he was in college before he met his wife, you know? Yeah. So he that dog died. Uh, he went into, like, a really deep funk. His wife was like, you know what? You're just not the same man that I married. She walked out on him. Jeez. Yeah. He's had, like, a really bad, like, three weeks. And wow. He comes into the office and they're like, hey, you know what'll help lighten up lighten him up? Let him watch the, the comedy submissions. Those are gonna be funny. Okay. <clears throat> so he watches like all these comedy submission videos, and he had seen like, as you can imagine, like a lot of turds, you know what I mean? Just a lot of really bad stand-up videos. Okay. And then he gets to yours and he just like gets it, you know? He just gets what you're doing. Nice. And he's like, guys, I've seen it. I've got it. You like legitimately cheer him up. Wow. And people are like, man, he's really smiling. Like this guy must be good. Yeah. So he uh he turns the he uh, like sends the link over to his boss who's like programming the whole cruise or the whole sorry, the the tour. And you get booked as part of the best buns in the USA <laughs> tour, brought to you by King's Hawaiian Bread. <laughs> Okay. It's kind of cool, I guess. You're in a tour bus. <clears throat> Is it just me and a bunch of other comics? Or? No, it's you and a bunch of other entertainers. Oh, okay. Like a lot of different fields are represented. 
you, uh, Lady Gaga, is in the bus. <laughs> okay. She also had to submit a tape. Really? Yeah, there's like a $15 entry fee. <laughs> she tried to get around it, but King's Hawaiian was like, look, we got one rule. Oh, man. We got one rule, and that's, <laughs> there are rules, and you play by them. King's Hawaiian doesn't fuck around. It sounds like it. Either way, I mean, she gets in, you know, because, you know, she's talented. Sure. John Hamm is on there. Okay. It's, uh, there's like a Korean dance team. I can't pronounce the name, but the translation is uh, the Jacket Kings. <laughs> J-A-C-K-E-T. The Jacket Kings. Yeah. That's like the loose translation. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a hypnotist. His name is just Marvo. He's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So you guys are just like on this bus. It's a pretty solid crew. <clears throat> pretty solid crew. You go to like, you're getting paid for it too. You know, they, you, uh, you submitted, you, you won, you get paid $50,000 a year. Whoa. The only thing is that like the tour, uh, you'll have like time off <clears throat> stuff like that, but they plan on touring for a few years here. They're really like dedicating a lot of cash into this. Like Kings Hawaiian is really up in their game because they're trying to promote that sweet, sweet, king's hawaiian bread is it good bread have you ever had it i don't think so it's like a sweet bread a little sweet man it's heavenly really and you tell them that when you walk in you're like look i gotta be honest with you i've never had king's hawaiian yeah everybody stops (laughs) everybody stops and they all kind of like look around in anticipation and in about 15 seconds they all kind of like ease up and they go back to what they were doing. Okay. I probably don't tell anyone that again. So they, they bring you a piece of uh, <clears throat> King's Hawaiian bread. It's pretty good. You like it. A little on the expensive side, but you know what? You're looking for a treat. King's Hawaiian's bread is not a bad way to go. So you're on this tour. <clears throat> 50 grand a year. It's going to run for, you know, probably like three or four years. You'll obviously, like, like I said, have time off in between shows and stuff, but they're going to have like most of your time. So you sign the contract for it. Like, you know what? That's like a life-changing amount of money. Like, that's like an exposure and like to get paid that much money to just like do jokes. Yeah. And everything else is going to be pretty much taken care of. Yeah. You're going to bank most of that money. Cool. So you feel like this is a great fucking opportunity. You get in the first year. Everything goes great. There's like an order to everything. And, you know, like, uh, there's just kind of a flow of the show. You sort of become like an impromptu MC as you're, you know, you're jovial and you're good with people and you're funny. You're just, a, you're just naturally like the best host out oh, of everybody. Wow. So you basically like host this, this whole thing for off and on. You're on the road like eight out of the 12 months. Jeez. Right. Performing all over the place. You're uh, you're doing like sets in like little towns all across the country as you go. You know what I mean? You're just yeah. like, really making the most of it. About a year in, <clears throat> and I enjoy it. It's work, and it's like it's not easy. You know, it's like kind of you're on the road a lot. Like you don't really have like a 
a foundation in place, you're really kind of like married to the like the act of like doing comedy on the road. Okay, you know, it's it's different. You you like the lifestyle, but you just kind of feel like restrained by it. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like a year in, the um, you used to do every show. You would do like ten minutes up top, and then you would do a couple minutes in between acts or whatever, and you would always close out the show with a a little good night and a thank you. And they're like, you know what? We want to cut your time from like 10 minutes to five. They're like, we think we want to make a little bit more room for Marvo. What? He's, he's really on a tear. Marvo? Yeah. Okay. Uh, am I still getting paid the same amount? They're like, yeah, for now. We'll have to figure it out, you know, as it kind of comes. Okay. So you do that for like <clears throat> another three weeks. And like you know what, there's just something about it. Like we're trying to, we're trying to make the show a little bit different. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to experiment. They go, would you wear a wig on stage? Like a jet black, like parted down Man, the middle. No, I don't think so. They go, look, we're, we're going to ask you to wear it. Like we think, we think we want, we think that you're. Uh, you know, your look might be uh, in the way here. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. I feel like that is lame as fuck. Um, to, to be like what the, the, the fat bald guy who has a wig on. I think that, I think that's lame. They go, well, well, I mean, I mean, you guys already shortened my time. Yeah. And we're paying you the same. You're asking me, Right. But now you're asking me to to wear a wig. I mean, what else it's, are you gonna ask me to change about myself? Like, it's more of like a costume for the show. You and know? then you want me to change my, my my act? I don't know. We're not there yet. You know, we're 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 just we're trying to figure then this. Why, out. Then why are you even proposing this if you don't have everything together? So the the guy who's like putting everything together, his name is Mitchell Slim. <laughs> Mitchell Slim. Yeah. Okay. What's he like? <clears throat> He's very thin. <laughs> He's very thin. Uh, all of his limbs appear to be like perfectly round, if that makes sense. You wow. know, like a, like like cylindrical in a in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but he's very like angular, and he's kind of like he's tall. He's like six three, but he kind of hunches a little bit. Okay. You know, he's very um, he's always like two or three steps ahead. He's a sharp dude, but he's also kind of like peckish you know so he's like look pat i'm gonna level with you in your contract we have the right to have you wear an outfit we have the right to put you in if we're trying to achieve a theme for a show we have the right to ask you to wear things like please cooperate with us he holds his fingers to his temple he's clearly frustrated well if it's in my contract i guess i have no choice I'll wear your goddamn wig. He goes, thank you. And he spins on his heel. <laughs> All right, Slim. Walks away. You put the wig on. It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty obvious, and it's kind of painful in a sense. Painful. And, and just like, uh, like you're you're not like calling it out. You're just like wearing it. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm not even reacting. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. You're just kind of like sitting. That in it. hurts. To the obviousness of it. Would you say anything after the show? 
how'd the show go? Your set like didn't <clears throat> go very well, but like all the other people who came on after you like did pretty good. Okay, people so, were almost like relieved that there was something different happening. Ah, oh, okay. Then I'll go to those guys and I go, look, did you see what just happened? I wore your wig and I ate shit and everyone was so upset by it. Man, I know that you can tell me what to do, but I really, I just want to put it out there that I really don't want to wear the wig, man. You, you look at him, he's like knee deep in a chart and you see that like, <clears throat> there's like a graph, like a line graph and you see that the line is increasing. Yeah. <clears throat> he folds it up. He goes, um, you know what? I, I actually think I like it. I think I like it. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's good for the show. I think, it's, I think we're gonna we're gonna stick with this for now, and we'll uh, retool it if necessary. Sure. I guess I keep wearing the wig. Got another choice. You got another few shows this week. You open up in Raleigh, North Carolina. You do five minutes. The crowd just does not respond. <laughs> I'm when I'm wearing the wig and stuff. You're wearing the wig. Am I still doing my my normal jokes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess I just wouldn't. It hurts. I think gotta, I would. You gotta like. You have to go out there and be like, "Hey guys, Marvo, everybody!" And <laughs> Mar and honestly, Marvo is fucking killing it, dude. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, Marvo is like people are levitating. Like it's wild shit. Wow. Yeah, he's good. Um, I guess with one minute left, I would go, I would acknowledge it. I, th I think I would go, hey, man, look, I, I get it. The wig's weird. I don't want to wear it either. And I would riff on it. I would try to get laughs about how weird looking my wig is and how it's obviously a wig and it's, everyone's put off by it. And it's like the first like sense of relief you've had in like several shows where it kind of cracks the crowd a little bit. Okay, good. And you walk off and you're like, okay, okay. And uh, Mr. Slim comes up to you and he goes, uh he's he's holding a chart and you can see that it's like another line chart but this time it kind of gets to a peak and then plummets again he goes ah uh, he goes look uh that and, and don't bring attention to it that's the just, only thing that went that went he's like, well he's like yeah i know he goes just don't bring attention to it just do what you were doing do your act All right wear the wig okay I, I wear the wig i go buddy i wore the wig you never told me not to he, he goes just, just keep doing your act the way you were okay sucks he walks away the next night you're in uh charlotte north carolina okay <clears throat> you're doing like a convention center there the best buns in the united states tour presented by king's hawaiian you go out <clears throat> he goes hey uh pat he goes um do you own overalls oh no i don't he goes, okay. He kind of looks at you, and <clears throat> he writes something down on a piece of paper and gives it to an assistant who runs away. He goes, okay, I'm going to have a wardrobe change for you. Is it overalls? It is. Why? He goes, I, we're just, we're testing something. Okay. He goes, and just overalls, like no shirt. Ah, uh, no underwear? I mean, obviously underwear, Pat. We don't want to. I don't know. <clears throat> he was just shirtless. Okay. I take my shirt off in front of him and I just stand there waiting. Fuck it. Fuck him. He's he going to have to around. shirtless. No. Mm, fucking asshole. This guy sucks. So he, um, you do the show, right? You put on the overalls. 
There's a note in there that says, leave one unbuckled. All right, I do it. You do it. It's even more humiliating. You can't find your shoes for some reason, so you go out there barefoot. <laughs> and how do I do? <clears throat> Not good. Even worse. <laughs> oh, no. How do I do even worse? Like, one guy in the crowd goes, who, who, who the fuck is this guy? Like, you hear somebody go to, somebody see this? Like, they, they think you're just like a guy who's wandered in. I go, no, I I promise, I promise I'm a comedian. He even stands up and he goes, are you okay? No. He goes, you need a doctor? He goes, I'm a doctor. Um, no, I, I, sorry, guys. I, I just go, all right, well, guys, thank you. have been great. I introduced the next band. I just, there's no way I can't have this conversation publicly. You go to introduce Marvo. He's not there. Because you have like five minutes. So you go, Marvo, and you turn, there's nobody in the wings. Oh, no. And the guy's like, are you sure you're okay, man? And I go, no, nah, I'm fucking around. I play it off like I was kidding. And then I would just you tell turn, more jokes. Marvo comes running out. <clears throat> you start like, you're about to get into a punchline, and Marvo comes out. He goes, you fucking, you went early? And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, folks. And he like comes out and like shoes you off stage. You walk back, just fucking humiliated. Okay, I find my boss and I quit. He goes, Pat, we have your contract. Okay, I'm asking you to let me out of it. He goes, we have your contract. He goes, we're not letting you out of this. What do you do, sue me? He goes, I don't have anything. Pat, we're King's Hawaiian. Goes, I've never even had your bread. He goes, we'll take everything you've ever owned. So he goes, just get the fuck out of here. Was somebody else filling for you he goes let's talk about this tomorrow when cooler heads prevail i i double i give him two middle fingers and go i'll talk to you tomorrow and so I turn you leave <clears throat> i fart as I, I try so hard to fart as i walk away you do you shit a little oh no just a little bit squirts out ah but you're wearing overalls so oh, it's just kind of like i forgot about that yeah getting them clean is going to be a chore so you leave you go home you're just pissed you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get a a bottle of wine. You know what I mean? You pull into this gas station. You start filling up. You'll get a bottle of wine. What kind of wine would you get? Cabernet, I guess. Yeah. You check out the guy at the counter. He he goes, "Hey, man, are you all right?" Yeah, I'm fine. He goes, "Okay. Have a good night. Have a good night." So you go out. You put the wine in your back seat. You look at the pump, and then you hear patty cakes, patty cakes, baker's man. Fuck! How you doing, patty cakes? I'm fine. You turn around, and emanating from the nozzle. Is uh like a you can see like the fumes of the gas, and there's a there's a man in the fumes. He looks to be like a classic, out of central casting like Italian American. Okay, you know, he's got slicked back black hair. He's chewing on a toothpick. That's the pointiest thing <laughs> in the Bible when they talk about threading the eye of the needle. You go. Or the eye was the putting a camel through the eye of the needle. You go, whew, if it's this needle, if it's this sharp, we can get through anything. <laughs> I I think I think that. Yeah. For some reason, 
He's I, moving I, the toothpick around from one side of his mouth to the other. And my mind goes goes biblical. Yeah. All right. And he goes, patty cakes. What? He goes, you look down. Are you okay? No. He goes, what's the matter? Go ahead and tell me. Who are you? He goes, you know me. Yeah, I do. He goes, my name is Gene. Gene, I'm a genie. And I'm a genie. A gasoline genie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tell him, I just, I guess I just tell him the story. What would you say? I'd say I'm being. What would you for- tell Gene? I'm a genie. I go. I'm being forced to do these humiliating, like comedy routines. They never go well, and I just want to leave. And that jerk isn't letting me leave. He it's not going. Forced. Yes. It was your, this is the United States of America. You should be free. Well, thanks, Gene. Of course. He goes, maybe I can help you out. Yeah. He goes, you do something for me, I'll grant you one wish. <laughs> that toothpick just moving around from side to side. Uh, sure. I'm in. He goes, I got a guy. Yeah. Owes me $2,400. Jeez. I need you to go get it for me. Like, how? However you can. Sure. Yeah, fuck it. I want to be out of this thing so bad. He goes, great. I shit my overalls. He kind of nods. He kind of nods towards the front of your car. Yeah. There's a business card on there. It says, Gene, I'm a genie. Underneath it says, I'm a genie. I know. And then on the back, it's got a, it's got an address. What, what's the address? Twelve twenty-five. Heaven Road. Okay. Softville. Austin, Texas. I guess I go. I mean, I I need to get out of this so bad. Yeah. What would you do? Put in the maps. I put, put it in the ways. Ways is better. You uh, put in ways. Yeah. Gene goes. Oh, well. Uh, I'll see you when you fill up again, my friend. I'll see you soon, Gene. Twenty four hundred, not a penny less. Okay. You hear the click of the of the gas pump as it stops. <laughs> he disappears. <laughs> oh, Gene. <clears throat> so, what would you do? You have the address. Would you? Would I guess I just drive straight there. I, I don't even think about it. I yeah. put every thought out of my mind, and I drive to Softville. You drive straight to Softville. You follow the Black Star. It takes you to Softville. You don't even, like, you are so dead set and focused on, like, following the directions. You're just looking at the road in front of you. Everything passes by. It leads you outside of town, and you pull up into this little, like, ranch house. It's kind of off, like, a rural highway. Sure. Um. Sits up a little off the road. But there's not like an immediate neighbor or anything. I drive right up to it. You drive up to it. What do you do? What what time is it? It's probably like, I mean, at, at this point, probably like 4 p.m. Okay. I get out of the car and I uh, ring the doorbell. You ring the doorbell. The guy walks to the door. He's wearing a robe. It's open. He's got yeah. on a. White t-shirt, boxers. 
You look down, you can clearly see his, his penis. It's like like the flies open. You can yeah. see it. It's totally smooth. Yeah. What do you do? Do I know what the person's name is? No. I go, uh, hey man, do you guy do you know a guy named Gene? It was Gene. Gene I'm a genie. He was the genie? Yeah. He like looks behind him and he steps outside. He closes the door behind him. Right? He goes, Yeah, I know him. Look, he sent me to come get his money. He says you owe him twenty four hundred bucks. I need to get this so I can be released from a bad contract I signed to do a these humiliating acts. That probably didn't make a lot of sense to you, but look. He goes, I don't got it. I I told him I don't got it yet. I told him. I go, okay. Um, I punch him in the face as hard as I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I punch him in the face multiple times. Yeah. And I feel, I apologize the whole time as I'm doing it. What do you I say be, to him? I go, I'm sorry, man. I don't want to be doing this. And I beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I take him. I open my trunk. I throw him in the fucking trunk. I punch him one more time uh, for making me do this. I close it. I drive to the nearest gas station and I fill it up. So you go to the gas station. You uh, put the nozzle in. You put in your debit card. Patty cakes, patty cakes. He goes, oh, we meet again so soon. You yeah. got almost a full tank. We better make this quick. I'm not yeah. going to last long. He laughs. He slicks his hair back. I go, I, I got no money, but I got the next best thing. I open up the trunk and I show him the battered body of this fucking guy. He goes, oh, hey, Brian. And the guy in the trunk goes, hey, Gene. He goes, you got my money, you son of a bitch. What's Brian's last name? Fault line. Brian Fault line. Yep. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, his family grew up near the side of an earthquake. What the fuck? Come on. Yeah. Right. Great. Like like a long time ago. Sure. They got they got away quickly. That's how the name made its way out here. <laughs> so what do you do? I just you I just, just watch go, him. I just watch. I mean, what what can I possibly do? He goes, you got my money, you son of a bitch. And Brian yeah. Brian goes, I don't have it yet. I don't have it. He goes, I told you, today's the day. He goes, are you going to get it or not? He goes, I don't have it. Wow. Gene just looks up at you and he goes, well, you know what to do. And then click. You fill up. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. What would you do? I go, look, dude, just let's go to the bank just go get the money he goes, i can't get it why you don't understand he was i've tried everything like what he was i've asked my wife i've asked my parents i've tried to cash in everything what? i own nothing and everything everything is in my wife's name what do you even like owe this guy money for gambling <coughs> he goes i gambled i bet to see which float would come in first of the macy's day race why on earth would you do that I don't know. I thought it was a good bet. He goes, I didn't know they stayed in that line. I thought it was a race. That's the dumbest thing. Tears just roll down his, his cheek. He goes, he goes, I bet on Sonic. He goes, it makes sense. Uh, man, I go, okay, how much money do you have? He goes, I got about 70 bucks. Okay. We're going to 
the dog track and we are turning this 70 bucks into $2,400. He goes, you do that for me? I go, if I don't, I have to kill you. He goes, okay. Can I at least ride up front? I punch him in the face and I close the trunk again. <laughs> you close the trunk again. You drive to a dog track. How would you bet? Would you bet it all at once? Would you, how would you do it? You walk in. What's the minimum bet? I'm not a. I'm not a better. I'm not a betting expert. <coughs> I go in. I, I. I look at all the names. Yeah. What are some of the names of dogs? There's one called Little Pumpkin. <laughs> Little Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. There's one called Twinkie Filling. <laughs> there's one that's called Pre Stew, like P R E hyphen Stew S T E W. Like you don't know if it's short for Stewart or if it's like almost soup. You know. Yeah. You're not really sure. There's one that's called. Uh, oh my darling valentine is like but like do, do we see like their rank do you get a sense of their rankings or? there's like odds on them you okay. know like what's the odds on twinkie the twinkie one uh five to two putting 25 dollars on the twinkie yeah i got just, a just to win yeah for sure okay so you have 70 bucks <coughs> so you put 25 down on twinkie filling to yeah. win the race starts. It's over in a flash. Twinkie filling takes like fourth. You know. Fuck. Is, are there prizes for fourth? No. No. All right. Well. So you bet through. You burn all the money pretty quickly. Oh, no. It's over in about six minutes. And that's only because you had to take a piss. Oh. You're like, I'm going to sit this next race out. And you went and took a piss. Yeah. So you spend the 70 bucks. What do you do then? I, I go I go back to the car, I open up yeah. the trunk and I go, Hey man, it's all gone. He goes, Well, I I don't know I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you want. I go, Well I what I mean it's I'm in an impossible situation here, man. He goes, What do you want me to do? Can you get me out of this contract that I that I have? He goes, How? I don't know. I thought maybe you might be like a lawyer or, or something important or something. He says, no. Because I'm a day laborer. You know, I just, I work at a union hall. Okay. I pull him out of the truck. I throw him on the ground. Yeah. And I leave. I go back to my terrible life of wearing overalls and shitting my pants yeah. and selling out everything that I have. So you go back on tour. Yeah. Right. You, uh, you spend the next few weeks like doing more just horrifically humiliating shit. <laughs> Like at one point they want you to like uh you get zapped by a car battery as a gag in between two of the acts. At one point there's a guy with a t shirt cannon who turns around and shoots it right of your balls. Uh I mean it's really, really bad. It, but uh every time you just see that he's got this chart out and he's charting how many people are ordering sandwiches with King's Hawaiian bread. And it turns out the more humiliated you are, the more people love that fucking bread, dude. You wind up going to the gas station about a week later. In between shows, you fill up your car, and you hear it again, patty cakes, patty cakes. I'm not a happy man. Hey, well, man, look, I tried to do it, and I couldn't do it, so our deal's off. Like, you, you, you don't, but what do you want from me? He goes, just trying to offer my help. That's all it was. All right, well, I'm sorry, man. Are you mad? He goes, I'm furious. Well, I'm, I don't know what you want me to say. 
I don't know what you want me to say here. He was no problem. I'll just wait for this tank to fill up, and then you won't see me again. Well, I'm sorry, man. You wait in silence. Tank fills up. It clicks. Just before it clicks, you guys lock eyes. You both feel like you've known each other forever. (laughs) And then he disappears into the fumes. You wind up not being able to get out of that contract. You spend the next 38 years of your life being humiliated. Oh, God. Night after night. How long is my contract for? They extended. There was a clause in there that they could just like keep you on. So they just like, they just batter and torture you for the next 38 years. You are the they MC. batter and torture me? Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like to you. Oh, like it, To them, it's fun and games, but deep down, it just hurts you. And you can never get away from it. You can never get away. One time, you just had enough. You were standing at a Motel 6 outside, outside of Spokane, just getting ready to take in the, the humanity of that night's show. Just the same fucking... Like theater full of people after theater full of people, just just big piles of shit laughing at you. You just had enough. You saw the interstate. You took off and ran for it. As soon as you got about two hundred yards away from like the tour bus, you heard like a beeping inside of your stomach, and then a, a device detonated, and you blew up all over the highway. <laughs> just a red mist. Man, that is so profoundly upsetting. Everything about that is upsetting. Everything. Just missed, man. You know, there wasn't a lot left. Missed. Well. <laughs> you fucking died. Gene, I'm a genie, tried to help you. No, he you, didn't. Yeah, he did. He gave you a chance, and you didn't. You didn't take him up on it. Well, fuck him and fuck hey, you. I don't blame yourself. <laughs>